Saturday night at Championship Soccer Stadium got off to a bang with a wonderful rendition of the Star Spangled Banner, followed by a great match that saw Orange County Soccer Club defeat Fresno FC 3-0. This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast. As we are underway from the Champion Soccer Stadium, first time into the box, it's a great ball, and Emolson! Oh, it's a world-class goal from Orange County! Chablo, Chablo will have a go off the deflection, and it finds its way in. Selmo shooting from the corner, he put it in! And there will be no second opportunity as Andre Rawls shuts it down. This ball finds the top left corner, and Orange County has struck again. Past Hashimoto, Segbert shooting, scoring! Escalante sits on it, and Rawls somehow was ready. And I fight. And they fight over the top. And it down, it's in! Orange County equalizes! What a debut! Not only for the stadium, but for Sola Avalanche. Are you ready, Orange County? This is the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. Follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast and on Facebook at Orange and Black Soccer Cast. How's it going, Orange County? Welcome to another preview episode of the Orange and Black Soccer Cast, the first and only podcast dedicated to Orange County Soccer Club, its fans, and supporters. I'm your host, Ray Samora, and I'm with you each and every episode as we talk all things Orange County Soccer Club. In this preview episode, we're going to go ahead and take a look back at last Saturday's matchup between the good guys, Orange County Soccer Club, and Fresno FC. That match took place at Championship Soccer Stadium right there at the Great Park in beautiful Irvine. And then afterwards, we're going to go ahead and take a look ahead to the upcoming matchup as Orange County travels to Sacramento to face Sacramento Republic FC. All right, so after the disappointing loss in the U.S. Open Cup to FC Golden State Force, uh, the team, Orange County Soccer Club, they really worked to focus and get back into the swing of things and and regain their focus uh, as they headed into the match against Fresno FC. And even before the match started, you could tell uh, just from the players warming up out in the field that they were ready to uh, get back on the winning side of things. Uh, the you know good. Uh, you know, good vibes around the stadium probably started even before the whistle blew uh, as the national anthem performer, six-year-old girl, uh, knocked everyone's socks off. You know, the stadium was just jaws to the floor uh, when this little girl started singing. And, and you could definitely understand when you heard that. It was just such an amazing, amazing performance. And, and this is just a little clip of what it sounded like.
so the great vibes around the stadium after that amazing performance. I mean, what did you think, folks? That was such a great performance. For those of you at the stadium, I know you guys know exactly what I was talking about. And even just hearing that recording, I mean, a lot of times a recording doesn't do something justice. But you hear that recording, and it's hard to believe that that girl is six years old out there singing the, the national anthem like that. But after that, uh, you know, you, again, you could see the players in warm-ups were focused to uh, come out strong and regain that uh, winning ways after that disappointing loss in the U.S. Open Cup. And they definitely did not disappoint the fans in the stands there at Championship Soccer Stadium as they were able to come out victorious against uh, Fresno FC 3-0. And you had some great goals there in the match. You had Thomas Enavoldson had a great goal to to get the, the scoring going early on in the match. And then you had uh, goals also from Michael Seaton and Giovanni Ramos Godoy off the bench. Those two guys, they've been spark plugs off the bench pretty much the whole season for Orange County Soccer Club. So it was great to see uh, the goal open up for these players again. They had been struggling over the recent times to get some goals in the net. I know they scored two against uh, FC Golden State Force, but again, uh, even with that matchup, they struggled a little bit. There was many missed opportunities, and it was good to see those opportunities uh, going through the net this time, uh, and and we got the points, and you know, come away with a full three points against Fresno FC in a, in a pretty important match at this point uh, to regain the positive vibes in the Orange County locker room. Um, we also saw the return after a few games uh, away from the club or a few weeks away from the club. We saw the return of uh, Alex Crinali, uh and also Mark Segbers got back into the lineup, uh, although neither of those players got on the scoreboard. They both ended up definitely helped out there for the for the club and just for the team. Uh, anytime you can have uh, a player or two on your roster that are actually MLS players down on loan, um, you can't uh, you can't complain as a fan. I know it takes away for some of the players that may have been playing hard uh, to get those positions, but those two players are pretty important pieces for Orange County and for their success this season. So it was good to see them out there. Also with Thomas Enavoldson, now we got two straight games or two straight matches where he has a goal, one of them in that U.S. Open Cup and then now against Fresno. Uh, After that strong start to the season, he got off to a little or he had a little bit of a cold spell there uh, where he just could not get the ball in the net. So to see him uh, now get two straight matches with a goal, uh, it's good to see. Maybe that gets him back on the run. Maybe it's going to get him back on uh, some multi-goal games here, or at least just continue to score some goals or at least continue to take those chances, which has helped the squad so far this season. Um, And with that also, with the goal for USL stats, it puts Thomas Enavolton at six goals on the season. That's only two behind uh, the leader, uh, Carlton Belmar of uh, Sporting Kansas City, or not Sporting Kansas City, uh, Swope Park. Uh, so that's good to see. Um, again, hopefully Thomas Enavolton can keep things up. We also saw another appearance by Richard Chaplow off the bench. Uh, so you know he's wor- they're working his way back into form, and hopefully we'll be able to see him continue to get more and more minutes as the season progresses here, as long as he can stay healthy. Uh, Andre Rolls, another clean, clean sheet on the season, which is a good thing to see. Uh, you like to see him uh, getting those clean sheets and, and making some some good saves in a match. And so it was definitely another good thing there to see. It, it was a all-around good match to see. Um, you know, some mistakes out there on the field, uh, but that's something you can expect. These, you know, these players are are trying, you know, out there to try and mesh together. You know, a lot of players that didn't play together last season. So it, it's just a good thing to see. Um, all in all, uh, a successful, great uh, finish to a match. Again, 3-0, the 
victory over Fresno FC. Orange County took the full three points, and now they sit just a point back of their next opponent, opponent, Sacramento Republic FC. So Sacramento has 21 points. Orange County SC has 20 points. And, and depending how things go for Sacramento tonight against Real Monarchs, uh, that match on Saturday could potentially be uh, for positioning uh, in the standings there with the winner taking the fourth spot in the standings and the loser following to fifth. Again, that all depends on how things go for Sacramento against Real Monarchs tonight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so to get us ready for this Saturday's matchup against Sacramento Republic FC, we're going to uh, welcome on William Hodges. He's from Indomitable City Soccer, which is part of SB Nation. William, how's it going today? It's going awesome. How are you, Ray? I'm doing great. I'm looking forward to this uh, fun matchup with us traveling up to Sacramento to see what we can do against you guys. Uh, two teams that are, I think, a point apart, at least as of now. Uh, and maybe you guys can grow that a little bit tonight after you face Real Monarchs. But I'm looking forward to it, and I hope it's going to be a, a fun matchup up there in Sacramento. Should be good. I mean, I know the last time these two teams faced each other down in Orange County, it was uh, quite a battle. Um and only through uh, an amazing goal by Cameron Owasa, who was able to to you know secure the three points on the road there for the Republic. Um, you know, it was a really tight game. Obviously, um, it just took an amazing goal by Owasa to give uh, the Republic that that win on the road. But um, obviously, a very strong side in Orange County. So, I think the Republic will have their hands full on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, when we when we met in Orange County towards the beginning of the season, I think it was the second match of the season, at least for us. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had yet to get like on the get our, our game going. Uh, you know, we, we drew against Phoenix Rising. We lost to you guys. And then it seems like we went on a little bit of a run after those first couple of matches. Uh, Orange County was one of the hottest teams in the league. They were climbing up the power rankings. And then for whatever reason, uh, you know, about a month ago, Maybe a month and a half ago, things started uh, wavering for Orange County. They started struggling a little bit lately. But it seems like in our last matchup uh, at, against uh, – to who do we play this last week? Oh, yeah, Fresno FC. Uh, it, you know, they were able to come out focused and uh, put up some good points, uh, you know, get the full three points, put up three goals, uh, and it was an amazing match. So I, I'm definitely looking forward to what uh, what Orange County can potentially do against uh, Sacramento Republic, uh, how's how's your season been going since we last met up? Have you guys been uh, uh, keeping up the pressure, or have you seen any faults going on with your your team? Yeah, it's been um, uh, honestly, it's been they, they've been fortunate um, to be quite honest. I think uh, after playing Orange County, I mean they've they're you know they they welcomed about ten new players this off season. Um, which was kind of the biggest overhaul they've had since the inception of the club back in 2014. So um, a lot of new faces a new manager um, that took over uh, the day before training camp started. So um, there's there's a a lot of new guys to fold in a new system. And it's been a little bit of a, um, a process, if you will, I hate to say process, but it's been a process. Um, But they, um, I'd say over the last three or four matches have, have become better. The, the back line has become stronger. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they seem to uh, be um, a little bit more focused and um, stronger playing a full 90 minutes where, you know, there, there was bits and pieces over the last you know month or so where they play really well at half and then they play really bad in the second half or vice versa. So um, 
I think if you were to ask any Republic fan, they, they'd probably say we're really happy with where they are right now. I don't think anybody thought they'd be um, as far as they are um, where they are right now. And I think sitting fourth in the table, only four points off uh, uh, the Real Monarchs. So, um, you know, I think all in all, it's still a work in progress, but, you know, um, They've they've shown flashes of brilliance, and I think you know it's. Uh, I think everyone's hoping that it's going to continue to go in a very positive direction. Yeah, no, definitely understand that, and I think any fan of any USL squad, unless you're one of those teams that are just having an amazing season, I mean, you're going to deal with a lot of ups and downs in the in the USL. Uh, you know, you got a lot of roster changeover typically for these rosters every season. Uh, and and it makes sense because a lot of these players, they're not their ambition isn't to play in the USL. Their ambition is to play in one of the top leagues around the world, whether that's MLS or, you know, one of the great leagues in Europe or even Mexico or something. So I, I know Orange County has had to deal with that even this season mm-hmm. as well, dealing with not only roster turn- turnover, but, you know, having some instances where some of their loanees uh, recently, Alex uh, Corniali. Uh, he was called back up to Columbus Crew for a few matches, mm-hmm. uh, and you could see that sort of impacted Orange County because he's been basically, as he's been with the roster, he's been a starter. And in those few matches where he was uh, taken out of the lineup because he was over in Columbus, you could see the defense is struggling because you take that key piece and it's going to make you, you know, have to rework someone or, or work someone into that mm-hmm. role, and it can really impact you, uh, you know, when you're playing these matches, and especially as matches go, you know, from game to game and whatnot. So. I definitely get that for sure. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and the Republic, um, you know, they, 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 like I said, there was a couple players in particular that had been with the club since the founding in 2014 that, you know, moved on maybe perhaps for another opportunity or in the, uh, in the, um, in the case of uh, Emra Clementa, who's now with LA Galaxy, who's actually started for the Galaxy um, the last two matches, you know, obviously got a, a great opportunity to play at the next level, like you said. And so it's great. But, um, you know, these are guys that were around the club for the last three or four years, and all of a sudden they're gone and they're slotting in someone else in a new system. So it's going to take time, um, and it has, but. Um, I think people are really excited um, with, um, from a tactical standpoint, with a new manager and the style of play that they're that they've instituted. And so, um, honestly, it's um, it's it's an exciting time for sure. No, definitely. And and like I said, uh, you mentioned you're only f- uh, a few points off from Real Monarchs, and I know Orange County is sitting just a point behind you guys. So uh, right. it, it looks like this uh, upcoming matchup will be great. And depending on how things go for you tonight against Real Monarchs, it could be. Uh, you know, playing for position on the table, or it could be, mm-hmm. you know, Orange County trying to catch back up and get back within that one point. And, and I know both of the teams in these last, you know, few matches, they're pretty even if you look at it. Both of them have two victories. Uh, both of them, I believe, have two losses and then one draw in the last five matches. So uh, right. you can't say that one team is coming in, uh, you know, with that advantage of the the great form that they're on. Uh, the one thing I can pos- I can look at positive for like Orange County is they were sort of in a very big lull. Uh, you know, the the peak of that lull was that uh, disappointing loss against FC Golden State Force a couple weeks ago in the U.S. Open Cup, and uh, the yeah. the team sort of had to refocus and and I noticed it because you know on my podcast I'm trying to see about getting some players on as guests and for that time between that matchup and our matchup against Fresno FC it was pretty much a closed door for the team they weren't uh, getting access or the media wasn't getting access Mm -hmm. to them because you know the I believe the coaching staff over there uh, felt hey this needs to be addressed we need to get refocused and they came out pretty strong against Fresno FC 
mm-hmm. which I mean, I'm hoping they're that that great run of form we were on earlier this season. This is sort of the start of another uh, great run that we can see. And and you know, unfortunately for you guys, if if we can keep that great run of form here that we just started here, <laughs> uh, you know, with this last matchup, maybe we can come up victorious, victorious, victorious. And uh, get the three points against Sacramento. I'm sure that's not something you want to hear, but uh, and and your your fans. But uh, you know, as an Orange County fan, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the homer and I'm gonna say I want those points. <laughs> no, no, it's all good, man. I think it's. I mean, it's all. I mean, I, I think like all of us, we want to see exciting, you know, soccer. So I mean, I I think um, up until the Republic went on the road against Phoenix rising a few weeks ago and, and, and beat them three to one on the road. I think up until that point, the, their win at orange County was probably their signature win. So, I mean, I think orange County obviously is a very strong side. And so, I mean, I think we'll see a lot over the next couple, uh, you know, next seven days or so to see where the Republic is at. You know, they, they're playing tonight against, you know, the Real Monarchs who are obviously at the top of the table. And then, you know, they come back and, and face Orange County at home. So you're talking about two top tier Western Conference teams. And, you know, how are they going to perform? Are they going to be able to put together 90 minutes against two very solid clubs? And I think that's that's the exciting thing to see how it's all going to shake out. Are they going to be able to do it? Um, or are they going to regress? Or, you know, so it's just to me. I mean, I mean, obviously, we you know would love to see the Republic come away with points and and do well. But I mean, I'm just I think it's an exciting time um, to see uh, two quality uh, clubs go at each other. So looking forward to this weekend for sure. Well, and and another great uh, bonus, I'm sure my Orange County soccer fans will be glad to hear is not only are you playing Real Monarchs tonight, you play Orange County over the weekend, and then you guys have to turn it around and then face the MLS squad, uh, Seattle Sounders <laughs> next Wednesday on the sixth. So you guys actually have a very tough three matches. And as a, you know, football supporter, you're going to look at that, you know, real monarchs, top of the league team, Seattle Sounders, that's your MLS competition. That's your chance to prove as a team that you can compete with those big boys in the MLS. So is that orange County matchup going to be that game where you guys are going to almost look at it as a, uh, we will try to win, but we're not going to be focused on that match. We're going to look at the other two matches. I'm not saying that's what your team will do, but you know, just you think yeah. about it as the strategy. What you got to think, you can't always put your best eleven on the field, especially when you have three matches within the span of eight days. Uh, so the, right. the the big plus, hopefully for Orange County, is that Sacramento is going to look at Real Monarchs and Seattle Sounders as the the premier competition over these next few days and sort of field a good team but not the top 11 team maybe against Orange County I don't know if you've heard anything or if you've seen any uh uh you know strategy like that in the past with with uh your coaching staff this season if they sort of take those breaks in those congestion uh congestion areas in the schedule Mm -hmm. well I mean I think so first and foremost I mean uh, a couple things so one I think USL league play is top priority for I think all USL teams, I mean, I think the Republic saw it uh, last week against Reno 1868, where Reno put out perhaps not their first squad. And of course, Republic um, went on to win and uh, will advance in the, in the open cup play. So, uh, you know, they were resting to get ready for a big match against, um, I I think maybe they're playing Phoenix. I can't remember who they're playing, but they were certainly resting for the weekend. So I think uh, USL play is obviously the top priority, but, 
I've talked to Simon Elliott, the manager of the Republic, uh, on several occasions, and the Open Cup is a big thing for the club. A couple of years ago, they were knocked out um, early in Open Cup play, and uh, for a team that you know has MLS dreams, if you will, um, ambitions, you know, obviously they want to perform well in that in that competition. And so last year, you may recall they actually knocked off um, an MLS side. Um, and um, went on to the final round of 16, which was very exciting. They actually, ho- you know, hosted an MLS side at home and won. And so, you know, it does create some excitement. I, I love the tournament. I think it's good. But you're absolutely right. You have to kind of manage the minutes. But I, I think at the end of the day, the um, USL is uh, the league play is the top priority. And I think, um, you know, Simon Elliott and his his team will manage it accordingly. Um, but you know, there's no doubt next week um, when you have the Sounders at home, it's going to be excitement. No doubt. It's going to be exciting. And um, hopefully they're, they're uh, filling, filling the stadium and um, you know, we'll see what the Republic can do. Well, definitely. And you know, that was one of the things, you know, that was disappointing when Orange County lost to FC Golden Golden State Force is it it eliminates any possibility of either hosting an MLS site or even just getting that opportunity to travel to an MLS stadium Mm -hmm. and and try and bring your fan base into that new environment and and try and shock the world because really that's that's what you're looking at the the Open Cup. There hasn't been many opportunities for USL teams or, or even lower division teams to get to the final of the Open Cup. So, you know, whenever there's that opportunity to see that happen or see that possibility or just at least believe in that on your team, you want to see that. And luckily, you guys still have that opportunity there uh, going forward. Uh, I know you brought up the MLS talk. I, I, I know it's sort of a sore subject probably for Sacramento Republic fans because I, I think ever since the inception of your your team, that's been the goal is to get the team in the MLS. It wasn't let's create a USL team and be the best USL team in the world. Uh, right. It seems like Sacramento has always had their eyes on we want to be in the MLS. We believe we should be in the MLS. And it makes sense. You guys don't have much as far as sports to follow. Uh, you know, Orange County here, the Orange County Soccer Club, they are not anywhere near the top of the pecking order when it comes to Southern California sports. I, I think I talked about it recently. I mean, you got to think about it. We're probably like number 13 or 14 when you look at, <laughs> you know, you got the, the top baseball teams, basketball, football. And then when you even talk soccer, you got galaxy LAFC just came on the scene and, and then you even have stuff like, um, what is it? Uh, uh, USC, UCLA football and basketball. So orange County soccer sure. club definitely knows they don't have that, uh, that high of a picking order when it comes out. But for Sacramento fans, I mean, that's a key opportunity. You guys have to deal with basically the Sacramento Kings and that's about all uh, you guys mm-hmm. have to compete with. So how's the fan base feeling now? Cause I think we're going to be hearing something special about FC Cincinnati uh, sometime today, depending on, uh, I don't know when this is going to release as the time we're recording it, there's been no announcement yet, but everything seems to be pointing to that FC Cincinnati is going to be awarded an MLS franchise. So what does the fan base feel in like uh, in Sacramento after hearing that kind of news? Yeah, I think, you know, um, I mean, it's, it's, we could spend probably an hour talking about this, but I mean, I think fans are feeling a little, um, a little bummed out, obviously. Um, I, uh, in many ways, you know, the Republic and the way we built our club from the ground up really was sort of the blueprint for some of the other clubs that, um, that have been since selected to MLS, uh, Nashville, Cincinnati, it looks like Cincinnati. Um, so I think, you know, we feel a little, fr- there's a little frustration, no doubt. Um, 
but on the other hand, there, I don't think it's game over for, for Sacramento. Um, there's still the 27th and 28th slot that still need to be announced. I think Sacramento is still in the driving seat um, and the driver's seat, I should say. Um, but you know, the, the question is what is the timetable for 27 and 28? Um, and you know, there'll be other cities like, you know, Phoenix and San Antonio and San Diego and other cities that will be, it only gives them more time to, to, and, you know, improve their bid. Um, so, you know, I think, People are frustrated, but I don't. I don't, also don't think it's the time to feel sort of um, apathetic and feel down on ourselves. I think we just need to sort of double down on our efforts, continue to support the republic. Um, but as you mentioned, you're, uh, you know, this this town is. I mean, we obviously have the Sacramento Kings, we have Triple A baseball, the Giants, but it's a perfect market for um, another professional franchise, and we believe that um, the Republic um, is that next franchise. I mean. Soccer in this in this area, this region, is massive. There's lots of youth soccer. There's the Republic have you know uh, year after year sold out every game. They in their inaugural year they they sold out twenty something thousand at a local community college. I mean the support is there. It's just it, it literally comes down to the finances, um, and that game has changed over the last couple of years with uh, MLS. So. Um, you know, I, again, disappointment. I think we have uh, a lot of belief in our ownership group that they're going to make it happen. And personally, I think we'll eventually get there, but it's, it's, it's just kind of a bummer. It didn't happen over the last, you know, I guess six months or so when we thought it would. No, definitely. And, and, and I've always felt that Sacramento is one of those teams that you could just see they're sort of, they, they were built for or at least they were, were hoping to get to the MLS, so they sort of built themselves that way as far as uh, you guys have that fan, fan strength. I mean, Orange County uh, Soccer Club would, you know, would love to be able to pull the type of numbers you do for your fans per game. And, and you know, it, it's, it's a slow experience. Like I said, it's just it's, it's hard when you're not, you know, one of the top three or four sports or teams in your market. It's, it's tough to get that, that crazy thing. And I've talked to people, you know, ever since I started following this team, and and people still are shocked when I tell them, yeah, there's a professional soccer team in in Irvine. They play in, in Irvine. They play in the USL. And they're like, really? And and I uh, I've taken my youth soccer team out to a few matches. Uh, I coach mm-hmm. youth soccer, and I've taken them out. And the parents, I was like, I didn't even know there was a stadium here, and I didn't even know there was a team here. So it's one of those things where you know it's just so tough. There's you know in in a city like Sacramento, or when you look at some of those other cities you were mentioning, you know San Antonio and whatnot, uh, it's a little bit easier because there's not as much competition, and right. you you can get a little bit more of the local media even helping support you or, or, or promote you because you know when you have one team for your sportscaster really to cover I mean they're going to cover the national stuff but when you have that one team uh, you know w- they need to fill that slot with uh, other sports news so if you have another professional sports team they can definitely get that information on there so I, I mean I'm hoping you guys get a chance to do that if, if only because then it'll knock one of the uh, you know, stronger teams out of the USL, and then maybe Orange County can <laughs> can can move up that 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 uh, ladder there and and be one of those great teams. Uh, I love facing you guys. I was talking about with the Fresno guy, uh, with Chris Lefty Brown of Foxtrot Pod, uh, mm-hmm. the other last week on our episode. That I love these in-state matchups because it gives a better opportunity for traveling fans to be able to make you know make the drive to the stadiums it's easier to to drive to say a fresno or sacramento than to try and drive or fly out to san antonio or tulsa or you know st louis or something like that so those in-state matchups really work well for the fans and just i think for the league in general so 
Absolutely. And, and as you and I talked before, I mean, the USL is growing so much and um, coverage of it, um, you know, through your podcast and other pods um, throughout you know, the USL, the, the, the interest and the coverage is growing year after year. And um, it's exciting. I think, you know, um, there's there's true interest in it and um it's just exciting to be part of it no doubt no definitely i'm i'm, I'm glad you know i i've i've just recently jumped on on the fandom in usl uh, i follow a lot of english soccer uh you know when i watch mls it's always been you know L, uh, la galaxy lafc mm-hmm. now that they're in there uh but i i'm glad i found you know a, a local sports team I, I love it it's just it feels it's a different feeling when you're in a a usl team compared to an mls team mls team they have all the money all the resources they have all mm-hmm. the media coverage whereas usl it's a little bit more homegrown which is a really neat experience uh for you know at least from what i've seen so far and the fans definitely that are into it definitely you know do a great job out there and have fun with it and i i it's just a neat atmosphere in the usl no doubt i totally agree <laughs> so really quick before uh before we get uh, or before we finish with this, I, I just want to uh, ask you a quick question. So, who's the player, or maybe the two players that Orange County fans should be looking out for? Uh, I know we don't really know what's going to happen because you have the Real Monarchs tonight, but what are the the names you can give us that uh, Orange County fans should be looking out for? Be be scared of when uh, we take the field <laughs> against you guys on Saturday. Yeah. So, um, so Cameron Awasa, uh, forward his, um, perhaps having his best professional year, um, of his career this year, um, is just a force. I think he's maybe got four or five goals on this season. Um, but just, just a handful out there. Um, very smart player, very low center of gravity, just difficult to, to, to defend and it's just crafty. So, um, definitely be on the lookout for Cameron Wassa, assuming he's in the lineup. Um, the other, the other notable is Villian Bijev, um, who, um, is uh, is originally with uh, Portland Timbers too, um, and came over on loan late last season, and then signed in the uh, in the off season with Republic, and has just been um, again a force out there, delivering you know great balls, just being um, active around um, every play. It seems like um, has been really really strong for Republic so far, um, and then you know uh, Josh Cohen, the keeper. I hate to. Um, it's not exciting to talk about a keeper, but, um, or maybe it is, I don't know, depending on <laughs> how you think about it, but he has been, um, unbelievable for the Republic this year. I mean, literally has, um, saved, um, a couple games for them. Um, and just, uh, just being so good back there. And I think it's especially notable because he, you know, the back line, as I mentioned earlier, they've, that whole back line is, is relatively new this season. So he's been able to, um, really have, um, a spectacular season and, um, has just, you know, just been great. So, um, they, um, I'd say those three players are definitely ones to look out for. Um, but again, we'll just have to see with three games in a, in a week period, we'll have to see what lineup um, Simon Elliott rolls out there on Saturday, but that's who I'd go with. Oh no, definitely. And feel free to, to, to praise your goalie. You know, the goalie people, over or underestimate the value of the goalie sometimes, and I know Orange County fans. Uh, we we know we have a pretty good goalie uh, between the sticks for us as well because we have uh, Andre Rawls, who's our loney from uh, NYCFC. Uh-huh. That one's such a, a tough one to say all the time. NYCFC, um, but he's been spectacular for us this season, and he's he's definitely uh, 
saved his share of goals and kept some clean sheets that probably shouldn't have happened uh, throughout the season and even just kept us in matches that maybe we didn't deserve to be in because he's made some great saves out there. So definitely uh, goalies are definitely a valuable piece to the roster, even though sometimes people, uh, like you said, you know, it might not be the most glamorous uh, uh, exactly. Call out or something like that. So <laughs> definitely get that. And then, hey, I can't promise you that none of our players listen to our podcast. I, I can't say anything about. It, but what would be maybe your one uh, worry for your team coming into a matchup like this? Uh, if you want to share it, you don't have to. If you don't want to, and uh, but it, from what you've seen with the team, what is uh, what would maybe be something that would worry Sacramento fans coming into the match against Orange County? Um, I think uh, from, from from what I've seen. Um, I, I just, and again, it was the one, it was the one game earlier in the season. So I just felt like, um, I thought Orange County was very, um, I don't know. They were able to break them down a little bit and very crisp on, on, on their play. So I just think that, you know, again, with, uh, with a back line that's still trying to figure itself out and, um, they have mental lapses, which are just hard to figure out. Um, they've given up goals very early. Um, it feels like they've had a trouble kind of settling in. So I think orange County could um, take advantage of that. Um, if, if, if sort of, if you look at the last, I don't know, five, five to 10 games or whatever. Um, that is definitely an, an area that the Republic need to be concerned about. So I think Orange County could definitely um, take advantage of that. And, 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 and the issue with that is that, you know, then um, Republic are playing from a goal down and, and Orange County can sit back a little bit. And um, it's tough when the team does that. Um, so that that's the one thing I think the Republic have until they can show differently, they've been able to give up a goal very quickly. Um, so, um, I think orange County could exploit that a little bit if they're, if they're smart. All right. Well, thank you for that. So uh, thank you for that. And, uh, you know, if any of our players are listening, there you go, players. You heard it right there from, uh, from uh, you know, an expert on Sacramento of what to look for. Now, I'm joking with you, man. Uh, you <laughs> yeah, know, of course. And, and you, know, it, you know, with Orange County, you know, it's they have a great mix of some veteran leadership and some young players on that roster. And, and they have it spread out pretty well because you have like someone like Thomas Innovolton up front. You have players like uh, Christian Duke. Or, or Richard Chapel mm-hmm. if he gets a chance to play in the middle, Aiden Quinn's in the middle. They're pretty good mm-hmm. players out there. And, and even on the defense, if you have, you know, Alex Corniani, uh, Cornelli, I always, I always mess his name up. But if you have him out there, who's our Loney from Columbus Crew, if he's still around, yeah. um, and even some of those other defenders out there, and like I said, our keeper. So the good thing with Orange County that I like this season is they have a good mix of veterans and leaders throughout the, the field. It's not like you have all your veterans in the forward spots or in the defense, and then you're trusting for young players to play around. So that might be one of the, the perks or one of the pluses for Orange County in this matchup. Uh, no, I think it absolutely. I think it absolutely is. I mean, it's the one. It's the same thing that I was. I was previewing a match for uh, the Real Monarchs tonight, and um, if you look at their roster, it kind of reminded me of the same uh, as Orange County. is very just very balanced, and um, the the distribution, the goals are really spread among several guys that can can really um, light it up and cause problems. And so, I think that's kind of the same thing I think about when I think of Orange County now that, that may not be totally accurate, but that's kind of what I think about in the same breath as I was looking at their lineup and their roster and thinking of Orange County, it kind of reminded the same thing. Again, I haven't seen Orange County really play in six weeks. So um, it, it's probably changed a lot, but that's um, there are definitely some dangerous guys on that roster. No, definitely. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, it's going to be a great matchup, uh, you know, this, this Saturday, uh, hopefully we have some of our traveling fans able to make it up there. Uh, you know, it's, you know, 
it's not always easy to do, uh, especially, you know, people have busy lives and whatnot. But I know uh, I was looking at the the fan group and at least some of them were trying to find a way to get a group of people up there for the, the weekend. And I know you have to do that with Sacramento because Sacramento has such a huge fan base out there uh, when they play, especially in their home matches. So uh, any any Orange County fans that can make it up there would definitely be a, a great help for the squad and help give them some energy. But I mean, regardless of what happens with the fan bases, uh, you know, you got two of the top teams in the West. Uh, going at it and who knows when that matchup comes up on Saturday it could be battling for position where uh, if Orange County can come up victorious they'll jump uh, Sacramento uh, in the standings which wouldn't be too bad at least for Orange County fans but uh, I don't know if there's uh, if you have any I know I've been taking up a lot of your time I don't know if you have any questions for me or if you have any further information you want to share with us no I mean I think it's going to be it's going to be great and um you know, the Republic are going to have to play a full 90 minutes, um, I think, to be able to secure points, um, hopefully three points. But if not, you know, um, I mean, they're going to have to play a full 90 minutes because if they don't, I think they're going to, um, as they found out at home a couple weeks ago against um, Reno 1868, um, they'll, they'll get punished. I mean, they just will. It, the USL the play in the USL has gotten so much better over, again over the last couple of years where there's just, you have to, you can't have any lapses. There's no gimmies on the schedules anymore as, as far as I can see it. And so, um, you know, I, I think it'll be a great match on Saturday, no doubt. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Do you want to uh, let our fans know if they want to uh, read more into this matchup or, or hear the Sacramento Republic fans uh, supporter side of view side of view of this matchup? Do you want to let our listeners know where they can find you? Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, we are, um, again, part of SB nation. So it's, uh, indomitable Um, you can follow us at, uh, on Twitter, uh, at blurbs Indomita. that's I N D O M I T A. Um, and then you can follow me if you want. Um, I am William underscore Hodges on Twitter as well. And, uh, yeah, come check us out. We are, we are, you know, 90%, um, Republic FC coverage, but we also do from time to time, um, feature USL coverage as well. So, um, it's not just Republic FC, it's, it's, it's USL coverage as well. So come check us out and, um, yeah, I appreciate you having me on, right? Yeah, no, not a problem. I'm glad you, uh, thank you for taking your time out of your uh, schedule to join us on here and let our fans hear a little bit of the perspective from your side of the the field. Because again, it's it's one of those things that we were talking about before we, we began recording is as USL fans, sometimes it's difficult to find uh, you know, some, some information about your opponents unless you really are able to dig or you're a great Google searcher. Um, it could be hard to find. And, and I know uh, my, for my listeners out there, definitely uh, check out the website, uh, the uh, Indomitable City Soccer site over there at SB Nation. It's one of the few sites that you can find on the SB Nation network that's dedicated to actually a, a specific team of the USL. I, I don't know if there is actually any other uh, sites like that. I know they have a USL uh, section sometimes, but uh, it's it's very rare that you find a major blog network that has uh, dedication to a USL squad. So that's good to see. Yeah, I think we might be the only one that is um, that's dedicated to uh, to a USL team. But um, yeah, I, anybody who comes check us out, appreciate it very much. Perfect. Yeah, no, definitely fans, go check it out. It's it's SB Nation is a great site to find some information about any team that you follow, and definitely if you want to find out information about uh, Sacramento Republic, especially uh, before this upcoming matchup, definitely go on there. I'm sure they'll have some game previews, some analysis, or whatever for you to check out. So again, William, I want to thank you for joining us here uh, on our podcast, and uh, I definitely hope uh, we can do this again in the future. Maybe the next time these two teams meet up on the on the pitch. 
Absolutely. My pleasure, Ray. Thanks for having me on and uh, good luck to your side on Saturday. Same to you. Thank you very much. Thanks, bud. All right. There. So you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the matchup looks like from uh, Sacramento Republic side. So now let's just talk about what to see on this matchup, or at least let's make the preview on this matchup here as Orange County is going to travel up to Sacramento to face Sacramento Republic FC. And this will be a tough one. Uh, The only perk, as we talked about, as you heard me talk about there with William, the only uh, thing going in Orange County's favor is the congestion that is in the Sacramento Republic uh, schedule at this point. They're playing uh, Real Monarchs tonight. Then they got us on Saturday. And then they have a big matchup uh, in the Open Cup against MLS side Seattle Sounders. Now, William doesn't think that that is as an important a matchup to Sacramento as the USL matches, but still you have Orange County has that nice position of being sandwiched in between two very high quality opponents. So you could potentially see that Sacramento might not feel the strongest team against Orange County, which fingers crossed, that's the big hope there. Uh, And hopefully you could potentially see Orange County come away with a victory. Now, Don't be mad at me, folks. Uh, I'm not going to give you the worst of news, but it's not going to be the greatest news either. My prediction, I feel like it's going to be a 1-1 draw in Sacramento. And with that, it's going to hold the table positions for the two teams. Uh, The goal for Orange County, I'm going to go ahead and put it on. uh, Let's say in this matchup, I'm going to say actually a surprise here that we're going to have Richard Chaplow off the bench come on and score a goal for Orange County. You know, I, I got one goal right in that last matchup against Fresno when Thomas Anavoldson put a goal in the net. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, Koji Hashimoto wasn't able to put in the second goal. But, you know, it's it's all fun and games when you're doing a prediction. So, again, don't be mad at me, but I'm predicting a 1-1 draw in Sacramento. And we're going to go with Richard Chaplow scoring a goal for Orange County. All right there, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. That is going to complete our preview episode here. As you can see, each of our episodes, we're getting a little bit longer and longer as we make our way to our official launch, our official first episode. Keep an eye out for that one. That's going to be dropping in just a couple weeks here. Uh, June is just around the corner, and we're looking at sometime in the middle of June for our first official episode. I'm working hard to try and make sure we have some guests that can join us for that episode, and uh, not just guests from the other teams, but guests from uh, people that follow or support Orange County Soccer Club. So it's not just my voice out there. I want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in. I want to thank our guest, William Hodges from Indomitable City Soccer, part of SB Nation, for joining us and discussing this upcoming match. And I want to thank you, the listener, for tuning in or for uh, downloading this podcast and listening to all of our episodes as they come through. If uh, this is your first opportunity listening to our podcast and you want to hear more, go ahead and check out our website, orangeandblacksoccercast.com, and you can find all of our previous episodes on there. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play Music, TuneIn Radio. Um, lots of sources there that you can find us on. So usually any of your favorite podcast sources, we should be available. And if not, uh, let us know by emailing us at info at orangeandblacksoccercast.com and we can go from there. Again, follow us on Twitter at OCSC underscore SoccerCast or look for us on Facebook. Uh, we're... You know, just search Orange and Black Soccer Cast and you should be able to find us on there. Again, thanks for listening. Look out for our official launch in just a couple weeks. And this is Ray Samora signing off.
podcasts are a great way for your business to advertise to target audiences. And the Orange and Black Soccer Cast is looking for advertisers like you. If you're interested in advertising your business on our podcast, please email us at info at orangeandblacksoccercast.com.